Hello and welcome to this first edition of Cyber 321 for 2023. It's cybersecurity without insanity through three articles, two numbers and one thing to think about. Uh, this is Sam Glynn and it is the 6th of January 2023. This week, if you've been following my daily emails, you'll know I've been talking a lot about how it's not such a happy new year for LastPass users. So I won't linger too much on that carnage for the moment. Instead, let's talk about what Ukraine's cyber police, the UK's NCSC and Ireland's DPC have been up to while we've been eating too much chocolate. Okay, first up. Naked Security recently reported on a raid by the Ukraine Cyber Police on a call centre with 37 staff, which had been running banking scams targeting customers in Kazakhstan. Apparently, this particular operation had defrauded 18,000 people. The Naked Security article is worth a read because it also describes the common ways that these types of crooks fool people into believing that they are calling from their bank so that the victims perform actions that later turn out to be detrimental. For example, revealing their bank account login details or transferring money to the crook's account. It's very similar to a story last year from an Irish journalist who had been scammed in a similar situation. One interesting angle is that the article suggests you should be suspicious if the call centre staff seem to be more prompt and more helpful than you've experienced in a long time when calling a real bank support line. Uh, In the second article this week, the UK's National Cyber Security Centre, the NCSC, recently released Exercise in a Box, an online tool which is described as helping test and practice your response to a cyber attack. The facility is completely free, and unfortunately for someone like me, It's designed so non-techies can use it without uh, techie help uh, to assess your preparedness through desk-based exercises. There are a number of exercises included, such as a ransomware attack delivered by phishing email, a mobile phone theft and response, and insider threat leading to a data breach. It's certainly worth a look when you're planning the next social event at work. Who wouldn't want to go to a ransomware and pizza party? And the third article this week is about Ireland's data protection regulator, the Data Protection Commission, the DPC, which recently published its five steps to secure cloud-based environments. It includes the usual suspects, for example, multi-factor authentication, regular reviews of user accounts and appropriate staff training. It also recommends that where a business is relying on an external IT provider to manage these cloud environments on their behalf, the business should seek assurances from the provider that the security controls which have been implemented meet an organization's specific security requirements. And the business should proactively engage and conduct regular security reviews to ensure the security controls in place are up to date and are effective. Unfortunately, many businesses don't know what effective security looks like and they assume the IT provider knows what to do. And unfortunately, in my experience, many IT providers don't know either. Even worse than that, they don't know 
that they don't know. So if you need someone to help you with this type of security review or guidance, you know where I am. The first of two numbers this week is 7.7%. And that is, according to a recent report by Acronis, a security solutions provider, 7.7% of the three quarters of a million endpoints, for example, Windows PCs, that their security software protects, had tried to access a malicious website in quarter three of 2022. To put that another way, and assuming this is an accurate reflection of every country and every organisation, it means that on average, at least one in every 20 of your staff members has tried to access a malicious website within the last three months. So the question is, are you sure your staff are better than the average? Or are you sure there is effective security in place that would prevent one of your staff members from actually getting to the malicious site? The second number this week is 64 million euro. And that is 64 million euro was laundered through Ireland by a crime gang that was formed in West Africa in the 1970s, but switched their activities to online frauds in more recent years. The money was laundered through the bank accounts of Irish residents who were recruited through social media and also using people who flew into Ireland to open up Irish bank accounts using fake documentation. This is all according to the Gardaí, which is Ireland's police force, and recently reported in the journal. And on to the one thing to think about. And if you've been following what I've been talking about this week, you know that the one thing to think about is LastPass and password managers. I won't go back through the various tips and tricks that I had mentioned during the week, but I'll summarise it to say, if you're a LastPass user, I've given out plenty of advice this week. Don't delay, the bad guys aren't hanging around. But if you're not a LastPass user, you should still regard a password manager as a good thing to use. And I've gone through all of the reasons in the past week. But if I was to add anything further to my discussions, I would say that when you're using a password manager, remember the following. First up, make sure your master password for your password manager is long and unique. Make sure your password manager is also protected with multi-factor authentication. So if the bad guys try to break into your password manager through the front door and they guess your password, that won't be enough for them to gain access. Number three, don't necessarily store everything in your password manager. Focus on the information that you tend to need at short notice and when you're out and about. For example, passwords. I think the hint is in the name, password manager. Um, I would suggest you leave a photo of your granddad's treasure map at home in the attic. Number four, don't necessarily store all of the required information in your password manager. For very high value accounts, a password hint may be enough for you, but it presents another additional barrier to the bad guys if they ever gain access to your password vault. Number five, do not store multi-factor authentication bypass codes or account emergency access codes within your password manager, as these can be used by the bad guys to circumvent any multi-factor authentication 
you've got set up on your valuable accounts. And number six, finally, if you are using a password manager, make sure it isn't LastPass. That's it for this week. Until next time, take care.